Hello everyone, it's Medina here and we're on podcast four and it's entitled Specialised Knowledge, The Fourth Step to Riches, based on Napoleon Hill's book. And I really find this topic very interesting. So I'm very excited to explore this one with you today and I'm really enjoying this podcast so I hope you're enjoying it too. I'd like to start with a quote by Einstein, which is, Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its whole life believing it is stupid. (laughs) I think that's a really, really great quote from Einstein. And this is what really boils down to specialised knowledge. I'd like to start with a discussion of my own background a little bit. I went to uh, university and I studied a Bachelor of Arts, which is, you know, a general course. uh, And I did subjects like sociology, you know, the study of um, humanity, which is a collective study of humanity, uh, psychology, English, history. And it was really fantastic, you know, for general knowledge, very interesting. But the point is, how do you transfer that type of knowledge into the real world? And that was really a quandary that I had to face as well. I then went on to study a postgraduate diploma and that was a little more specialised because it was in the area of management to do with business. But how often do you hear of people with high qualifications like PhDs and they're finding difficulty to even gain a good you know, job, a good position. This happens a lot. I hear um, you know, highly trained people with masters and PhDs that have a great deal of difficulty with finding a job. And this is because their, their training is to do with education. You know, they've learnt these things on an educational level and yet it doesn't necessarily apply when they go out in the real world and translate it into uh, an income and into abundance in their lives. I think that's the challenge with education, personally. It doesn't necessarily, you know, translate well to the real world. And, and that was a really good point that Napoleon Hill made. And in terms of our education system, you know, even Einstein... <laughs> Coming back to the wonderful Einstein, did not do well at school. You know, in earlier years, a teacher told him um, very harshly that he'll never amount to anything and he's just a dummy. And he didn't speak uh, till he was quite old. He, he, he didn't say anything. And, and so in terms of uh, the system that, and the way that it's set up, it's very interesting to look at that system and see how it translates in terms of abundance in the world. And often people that have specialised in specific areas have not necessarily had a great formal education, but they've gone out into the real world with really specialised knowledge and been able to create you know, multi-million dollar empires. So the jack-of-all-trades master of none is not a good way to, I guess, work towards your abundance. 
I mean, it's great to have general knowledge. You know, we all like to know about things. But it's a big world that we're living in and you can't know everything. If you really, really want to excel, it's very good to learn to develop um, a great strength in particular areas or one particular area. There's a very well-known book that a lot of top business people have read and it's called The One Thing. And it talks about really focusing your attention on one thing. And this is all about developing, you know, this specialised knowledge. I asked uh, a business coach recently who is a very highly trained, successful international coach and I I had the opportunity to speak to her one-on-one and I asked her, I said, what was the greatest piece of advice you can give for someone who wants to really be successful? And she said it's to learn to really focus on just one thing at a time, to cut out all the external noise and just really focus on the one thing and do it really, really well. And this is the same philosophy when it comes to specialised knowledge. It's to really focus your attention on one thing until you get really, really, really good at it. And in terms of my own background again, because it's always interesting to look at yourself and then trans late these words into your own experience and and your own history and and what you've done. I've had quite a background in music and uh, I was a singer. I've really sung since I was in primary school and it was just something I was born with. I just love singing and I just had a natural ability. I've just loved to sing and, and I've written a lot of music and, you know, I've had some songs published internationally and had a song in an American movie that was showing at uh, Cannes Film Festival and also had a, a video shot by an international film company uh, about one of my songs called The Sun Don't Shine Today. So, you know, I love music and I love exploring that side of things. But to get really, 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 really good in any area of, of um, anything in life, they say it needs 10,000 hours to really become a master, that's a lot of hours. So that's a lot of practice. And my partner is also a musician and he says, just to get good at playing guitar, you just need to practice over and over and over every day. And it's, you know, really developing that specialised knowledge of of a particular area. He says that he can notice if he's just gone one or two days without playing, he can notice a big difference in, in, in the quality of, of his music. Looking at one of the preeminent guitarists in the world, he's an Australian guitarist called Tommy Emmanuel. He's an acoustic guitarist and he is brilliant at what he does. He was, by the age of six years, already working as a professional musician in his family band. So that's really specialised knowledge, isn't it? When he starts at the age of six as a professional, (laughs) it's pretty amazing. And he actually says that to get really good at one song, he plays it over and over and over all day, every day for a week, just one song. And this also reminds me of the self-discipline of Bruce Lee, who was also famous for his 
knowledge and total mastery of oneself. And one of his keys was his ability in the same way to specialise. Instead of doing a sequence of moves and practising them over and over again to get really good at them, he would break it down to just one move and then he would practise that all day, even all week. Like he would practise thousands of times this one move over and over until it was absolutely perfect in every way and then he would move on to the next move rather than learning all the sequence at once. Again, that's a very specialised knowledge. I think the next point to make is that when you're choosing an area where you want to specialise in, you want to really pick something that you absolutely love, you know, that you have a passion for. Because some people, for example, they'll go into the marketplace and they'll see a niche that needs filling and they'll say, well, there's an area where there's high demand for a product. You know, there's a lot of people wanting that product, so I'm going to create a product for that, for that market. But then after a period of time, if they're not passionate about it, the, the energy goes out of it. They lose their enthusiasm, and this really becomes evident in terms of the success of that venture. So when you pick something, pick something that you have a real connection to on a soul level. I think that's so important. And then you can really put the time and the energy into it that it requires and it doesn't feel like a chore because you love it. You know, there's ways to specialise in a field by also looking at the competition, seeing what the competition are doing and, and really learning more about your own field of knowledge through looking at the competition. I think it's also about not compromising, having really high standards for what you're wanting to achieve. Napoleon Hill also talks about that, the importance of really setting the benchmark high and then aiming for that if you really want to stand out and really want to succeed in your abundance on all levels. And then there are things like ideas and imagination, you know, added to specialised knowledge which can really take you to a new level. It's not a problem for me, being a creative person, to have ideas and imagination. I can have ideas till the cows come home. <laughs> ideas after ideas after ideas. And being a creative person, you know, that can be actually a bit of a, a hindrance in some ways because you can come up with these amazing creative ideas. and But it's following through with those ideas, you know, from the start to the finish where you, you have the idea, bring it into the world and you follow it through to the end so it's completed and then you go to the next idea. When you're creative, you know, you often get all these ideas at once come in. You know, I feel like I get a lot of divine guidance about things and, 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 and so for me in my lifetime has been a learning of being able to bring these ideas through in a way where you can really make good use of the ideas and bring them into the world so that they have a platform and so that people can learn about them and hear about them rather than just, you know, having all these ideas coming in, getting swamped and, you know, starting different projects all at once. So you've got, you know, 10 projects all going at once, but nothing's completed and nothing's going out to the world and it's not having the impact. So, to be creative is fantastic, it's a brilliant gift and skill, but 
you also have to learn how to organize that gift into a way that you're able to make full use of it in the real world. And I guess, you know, if you're wanting to specialize your knowledge, you have to be aware of that when you're a creative person as well. I do music. I love writing songs and recording songs and singing, performing. I love writing books. You know, I majored in English literature at uni. I love all that. I love painting. I love doing pretty paintings. And, you know, all these things are on my website at mycreativetherapies.com. I also love, you know, doing radio. You know, I've been a host of two radio shows and I love that. You know, so it's, it's great, to, I guess, to have different skills. But again, <laughs> you don't want to lose energy by doing too much at once and then not focusing enough on one thing. So I think, I think that's a really important point to make if you really want to seek your highest level of abundance. And so I hope you've enjoyed this podcast today and you have more of an understanding of what the importance of specialised knowledge is. I'd like to also mention again that we are super, super excited to tell people about our wonderful Balinese retreat coming in June 2017 with Abiola Abrams and myself. I'm very blessed and honoured to be running this amazing retreat with the incredible Abiola. She has a very empowered divine feminine energy but at the same time as well as being empowered and being incredibly dynamic she's also got a beautiful kind loving divine feminine energy so you know she has incredible knowledge to share and I also would love to be able to share all my knowledge and experience with you on this wonderful retreat we'd love to see you there and special bonus offers that will be finishing in December 2016 so if you're wanting to get involved I'd really encourage you to hop on board soon we have special offers and they're only going to be available for a certain period of time so I really encourage you to hop on board as soon as possible in order to take advantage of those and this place we have chosen is incredibly special it's floating leaf and it's one of the it's one of the top resorts in Bali and it is incredibly beautiful and luxurious. It's won a lot of awards and we've chosen it with a thought in mind that we want to be able to offer people incredible abundance on this amazing retreat. We've got some very exciting things planned like Balinese healers. We have one of the top master yoginis available to teach you. Incredible uh, divine feminine empowered energy as well and we're really looking forward to being able to share this with a special group of people <laughs> so go to our website www.abundancepraylove.com and abundance has a capital a abundancepraylove.com we look forward to seeing you there fantastic so I'd like to finish today with a beautiful blessing and I've shared this blessing with quite a few people and they've all said to me, oh I love this, this is so beautiful. As I say this blessing, go inward on a little quiet meditative moment <laughs> and say these words or feel these words in your heart as I speak them. 
May the light of your soul guide you. May the light of your soul bless the work you do with the secret love and warmth of your heart. May you see in what you do the beauty of your own soul. May the sacredness of your work bring healing, light and renewal to those who work with you and to those who see and receive your work. May your work never weary you. May it release within you wellsprings of refreshment, inspiration and excitement. May you be present in what you do. May the day never be a burden. May the dawn find you awake and alert, approaching your day with dreams of possibilities and promises. May the evening find you gracious and fulfilled. May you go into the night blessed, sheltered and protected. May your soul calm, console and renew you. This is by John O'Donoghue. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. I love bringing it to you and look forward to having you listening to my next podcast, which will be coming shortly. Thank you. Bye.